Blog Talk Radio. Yep. 
Yo, yo. Man, feels good to be back on this here thing right here. Yeah, I know. I'm doing it. What it do? We're good, we're good. Yeah, he, he, he likes to say, what's up, man? What's up? Tommy, like to go ahead and give him his own phone so he can call in and uh, co-host. Hi. Tell me what to do. Well, I'm going to get the phone. Well, yeah, we here for that, that skybox tax, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we didn't do it last week. You know what I'm saying? I haven't been on I haven't, I haven't been on the CMTTS program like two weeks, dude. Yeah, I know. You know that uh, that real life track. That real life track. I understand. I understand. Last week I was at the Wizards game, so I couldn't do it. Yeah, no. I was going to the Wizards I, game. Oh man. I see. Yeah, I seen the video. I seen the video. I was like, this dude right here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No. It's been a while. I mean, that was like my first game in like five years. That was like my first game in five years. Well, I take that back. It was my first game in six years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, last time I went, it was, uh, I want to say it was, no, it was the year before they drafted John Wall. Oh, yeah. That was a while back. That was a while back. That was a while back. Yeah, you're right. It was. I mean, 2010. Sheesh. Yeah, that was, that's wild, but hey. It was Steph's rookie season. We played the Warriors that okay. game. Yeah. Okay. We're going to talk about the Warriors tonight, man. You know they chase the history. Okay. Oh. We got a lot to cover on some real. Yeah, we got Yes, we got a lot to cover. Yeah, quick three, real, real quick, before so we cover everything we need to cover. Um, so first off, uh, track news out of wrestling. Uh, yesterday, man, the man Jonathan Reichner, known as Balls Mahoney, passed away suddenly at the age of forty-four. Um, I read a story earlier that said that his widow actually spoke about the moment, his moments before his passing. He said that he recently suffered a fall and um, mm. had taken a fall and injured his hip. And because of the hard drugs that he had um, did pri- uh, recently or previously, it made it, um, his ability to recover very much non-existent. And he might have suffered internal injuries from that fall. And as such... Um, he was actually sitting on his couch watching Jeopardy. And that's a trivia question. Uh, and he tried, He kept trying to get comfortable. And next thing you know, his wife looked again, and he was unconscious. Tried to perform CPR on him and called 911. By the time the medics got there, it was too late. He was he was gone. So uh, he's gone at the age of 44. So now he's going to be reunited with his uh, former taxi partner, Axel Rotten, who passed away last year. Um, at a young, at a pretty young age too. So, rest in peace to Balls Mahoney. Um, there's a GoFundMe page actually out there right now for um, to help with the funeral expenses because you know he was only doing independent booking, so you know not a lot of money was coming in. So you see it, you know, if you want to help out, help out. 
Um, second story. This dude, Johnny Manziel, cannot stay out of the news. Uh, he uh, was apparently a passenger in a hit and run that took place in Los Angeles over the weekend. The, um, the hit and run was involving a car that was being driven by a friend of his, and it hit um, a light pole on Saturday. And guess who apparently went and picked up Manziel after this happened? None other than Josh Gordon. Mr. Can't stay out the the, the stuff himself. Uh, well, you know those two are roommates now. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Josh Gordon picked him up and yeah, he's, that's good. he's going to most likely be under investigation for that uh, fleeing and seeing, seeing him an accident. I'm going to tell you something. Those two, two birds with feathers definitely flock together with that one. That man with John, Josh Gordon, we're going to talk about him tonight. Because I got a rant oh, about this dude. I got a rant about this dude. So we're going to get into that later. Uh, and then finally, um, it, there's apparently a Snapchat video out there posted by Kay Hudson uh, where apparently she went on a date with uh, former defensive player of the year, um, with defensive player of the year, J.J. Watt. So, yeah, I just saw that. Um, just apparently, saw that. yeah, apparently they're going to be an item. They went out on a nice little dinner date and everything like that. So, might want to keep an eye on that. He might not be that eligible bachelor guy that you know he seems to be. He might end up getting 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 snatched snatched up by by the Hollywood starlet Kate Hudson. We'll see. Oh wow! But uh, that'll be interesting. Yeah, I know, right? But uh, that's your pick. That's your quick three for today. So let's get right into it. I mean, I guess the first thing we got to talk about is um, the two big basketball stories. One is Golden State trying to trying to break the record for most wins in a season, trying to get seventy three tonight, as well as tonight being the final game of Kobe Bryant's career. Uh, you're the basketball expert, so you know which one should we talk about first? Uh, actually, it's three stories I wanted uh the cover because uh Spurs actually they tied history last night. So we uh we actually get into the Spurs first. Uh, last night okay, the well, San Antonio Spurs, the San Antonio Spurs tied the 85-86 Boston Celtics. Home record. They the Spurs went forty and one at home this past season. They are the second team to ever do that. That's an amazing feat. To win forty games at home. I mean, they didn't lose their first that, home game until this right past Sunday until against the Warriors. That just tells you right there that. San Antonio or playoffs at home, they're not gonna. That's gonna be tough right there. It's gonna be really tough. I mean, as far as the playoffs are always tough, period. So I mean, it should be interesting. But since we're actually on, since we're actually on the Warriors now, uh, the Golden Warriors tonight have a chance to break. Uh, break the Chicago Bulls, Chicago Bulls record from 95-96 season with 70, uh, 72 wins. 
they win tonight, they'll be at 73, which will be a new record. Yeah, that old, that record stood for what, 20 years now? Yeah, 20, it will be 20 years this year. So, I mean, they actually got a chance to, they have a have a chance to actually break that record. I mean, I'm not going to take nothing away from the Warriors. I'm not going to take nothing away from the Chefs. I mean, they have been impressive all season long. They have knocked off some of the top teams in the NBA to get to 72 wins. So, the fact that if they do break the record, congratulations to them. That's all. Uh, and moving to the final NBA, NBA story. Tonight is the final game of the 20-year career of Kobe Bryant. Black Mama. Black Mama's calling it a career. I mean, 20 years, though. Like, that. I, mean, I, saw, I, actually, I saw. I actually saw an article. This is real shit. No, I actually saw somebody post something that said that Kobe Bryant's last game should have happened three years ago. Um, I was not. Honestly, I can uh, I can agree and disagree to that. I can agree to it because the past two seasons have been injured. Well, technically, the past three seasons been somewhat injury prone. Considering uh, this season wasn't really much of an injury prone season, it was more so the decline in in the of the decline in this game due to his age. The two seasons before yeah. that were pretty much injury prone seasons. Yeah, so I can I can agree to that, but at the same time, <sighs> I mean it's Kobe. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't say, you can't take nothing away from Kobe. He's a Hall of Famer, no doubt about it. I mean his 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 numbers and his, his resume speaks for himself. He's won numerous uh, NBA championships, MVP, scoring titles. Uh, he's all—he's done it all with one team. He has not—I don't—he's not played for any other team in his career except the Lakers. Nope. I mean, he was—even though he was drafted by the uh, Charlotte Hornets, but I mean, he never played for them because I mean, he ended up getting traded to the Lakers because the Lakers traded Lottie D. But you know. But yeah, that's basically he's basically just he's a certified Hall of Famer. I mean, there's no no doubt about it. He's going to be in the Hall of okay. Fame when this time is up. First he's going to be the first ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, my favorite Kobe that's moment cool. will possibly be the game where he scored 81 points against the Toronto Raptors. And I mean, it was just watching him in the second half. He went off in the game. I mean, he just took over. I mean, you felt his. I mean, you felt his presence just dominating that game. I mean, I never seen a, a performance like that in a while. I mean, Jordan had some great performances, but I mean, Kobe just came out like, you know what? You niggas ain't gonna stop me. Y'all not gonna touch me. 
I'm going to take over this game, and ain't shit y'all going to do about it. What she did. Like, I mean, it was the Kobe show. He puts up a one, and the team was by 20. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, I mean, Kobe's had a lot of, of great moments, and he's done a lot of great things. I mean, and the one thing about his career is that it's not going to be mostly overshadowed by, you know, by things that are, you know, by negative things. Like, you know, he had the rape scandal, which ended up being false, and, you know, had a scandal with his wife. But, uh, you know, but it's not going to be overshadowed because, Oh, no. Whoa. He's 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 done so so good in in the game. I mean, everything Kobe has done, I mean, it's just been great. It's been entertaining. I mean, you're right. This game will not overshadow everything that he has done in basketball. I mean, my not yep. so favorite Kobe moment would have to be him rapping. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm not gonna say that. I mean, I'm not gonna, you know, beat him down. But yeah, I actually posted a video uh, of the song uh, he was featured on. It was from it was uh, Brian McKnight's Holding. Sam, do you remember that song? <laughs> Nah, I don't remember that song. I do remember Kobe trying to get into a rap beat with Shaq, though. Oh, God. Why? Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Why? I, I really don't know. I don't know why he even thought he could do that, but he tried it, and it was just like, no. That would be my least favorite Kobe moment it was when he tried it with Shaq. I was just like, dude, come on, man. Shaq ain't even on your team no more, man. Why are you messing with this man? That's just, that's just, mm. that's just me, though. I'm like, why are you messing with this man? But uh, what about, like, but now, but, you know, this is the final night like the playoffs for the NBA getting ready to kick off, the NHL playoffs are kicking off. Uh, the crest for the cup is starting, and the and the Washington Capitals are the number one overall seed in the Eastern Conference. So there you go. They got they got the number, they got the Presidents Cup uh, as well, having the best record in the um, NHL, and they face uh, I believe they face the Philadelphia. Flyers in the first round. I'm trying to pull up the uh, trying to pull up the the bracket and the, the thing. Let's see. Yep, they play the Philadelphia Flyers in the uh, first round series starting tomorrow at the uh, Verizon Center. Uh, right now, uh, there are two games already. There are two games in progress and one that's already been done. Uh, Tampa Bay already takes a one nothing series lead over Detroit with a 3-2 win today. Uh, Chicago and St. Louis have finished one period of action, and they are scoreless. Uh, and the, the Penguins and the Rangers are currently playing in the third period. The Penguins are up 2-1 in that game with the Rangers on the power play. That's the first game in that series. And then tomorrow night, again, you have the Caps hosting the Flyers. 
The Florida Panthers are hosting the Islanders at 8 p.m. Dallas will be hosting Minnesota on the Western Conference side at 9.30. And also on the Western Conference side, the L.A. Kings against the San Jose Sharks. And um, Nashville and Anaheim will um, will kick off on a um, – will kick off actually this Friday. So – so there you go. That those are your playoff those are your playoff pairings going forward. Now remember, this is seven. It's seven games for each series for these series. It's seven games, best of seven, uh, where whoever wins four moves on to the moves on to the next round. And so, a lot of people are hoping that the Capitals will have a better showing in these playoffs than they did the last time they were in the playoffs where they yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was bad they got upset, they they got upset in the first round and we're hoping that that doesn't happen yeah let's, let's hope that doesn't happen this go around does it so yeah. uh, they're scheduled like I said their playoffs start tomorrow night and they go, they'll play tomorrow night they'll play Saturday night play again uh, Monday night and uh, Wednesday night, and then if necessary, they'll play again next uh, Friday night. So first four games are coming up in, are, are within a week. So yeah, should be fun. That's what's up. Go Cap! And I want to say, I want to say that's what's up to the uh, Anaheim Ducks. I mean, your team, your team was actually created because of the Mighty Ducks movie series and. All of a sudden, you sons of bitches are actually good. Kudos to the Ducks. Right. Right. But not yeah. no cap, though. On some, on, on some exactly. real quick, you let's go, go cap. You know go cap, though. You know go cap, though. Fuck that. <laughs> I'll be happy to get a Ducks to shout out on that, though. I mean, come on now. With, when they came out with the team, I, I thought it was a joke. I mean, even though I did like the Mighty Duck movie, but still. Plus, years later, and they have a Stanley Cup title. <laughs> yeah, you got well, Anyway, but uh, let's, let's get into something else. Let's get into some. Um, well, I want to get into a quick golf note. Uh, for those of y'all who are who follow golf, the Masters just took place. Yeah, you know, the Masters just took place this past uh, this past weekend down there in Augusta, Georgia. And the big news was not who was not the man who won it, which his name is Danny Willett, was the fact that the like, last year's winner, uh, that last year's winner, choked. Jordan Spieth had a. Like had the had the chance to go back to back, but then he just laid an egg on the twelfth hole, making a quadruple bogey on there on his way to uh, a, a quadruple bogey seven that included two balls in the water, and he had a five shot lead going into that hole, and it turned into a three shot deficit to Daddy Willett. I think like if you had if you had a choke artist in a week, uh, Pat, it needs to be Jordan Spieth, unfortunately. And I feel and I feel bad for even calling him that because he's a he's an extremely talented young golfer. I think he's basically trying to you know trying to fill the void that's been left by Tiger, who's gotten up there in age and has been injured 
quite a bit and everything like that. So I think that Spieth uh, is trying to fill that void. Uh, but truly, he had that collapse at Augusta. But he's still actually being considered the favorite for the U.S. Open, which is a title that he won. Uh, he won last year by one stroke in Chambers Bay. So even with the collapse, he's still the favorite to 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 at least pull out another uh, uh, back-to-back U.S. Open titles. But congratulations to Danny Willick, uh, who won wins the Green Jacket, and now is except to play in the Masters for the rest of his life. <laughs> so he gets to play at Augusta National. He gets to play in the Masters every year that he's alive until he decides to retire. So congratulations. That's a great gift. That's a great, great uh, accomplishment for the journeyman, for the, for the journeyman who's been at it for about six, Years. Uh, but yeah, that's my little uh, golf note. So let's move on to let's move on to something else. Uh, you know, we, we didn't get a chance to uh, do a preview on WrestleMania or a review. I mean, a review. I said we. I'm gonna say review. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, what did you think about it? You know what? I was feeling the show until the main event. (laughs) I think think that was everybody's. But of course it was. I mean, you know. But, I mean, NXT TakeOver was fucking amazing. Oh, you had WrestleMania. Dog. That was that, that was just a well put together show. Like like damn that they put they they put this show together like they was producing a damn movie. <laughs> I mean production was great. Production value was off the chain. I mean the matches, the choreography, everything was fucking amazing. Then you get to WrestleMania. Yeah. <sighs> I'm not gonna lie. This year's WrestleMania, I mean, that's when matches actually jumped out there to me. Jumped out there to me. I mean, the ladder match for the athlete title. That was a great match. I mean, nobody saw nobody saw Zack Ryder winning that ladder match. He was like the odd man in nobody. the ladder next to Cesaro. <laughs> Yeah, nobody. Mm. I I I actually thought that Sami Zayn. I actually thought Sami Zayn was going to win that match. I really did. I was so sure that Sami Zayn was going to win that match and become Intercontinental Champion. I really did. And then when Zach happened, I was like, wait, wait, we wait, wait, what? Huh? Whatever. Hello? No, you said what? No, I was just like, I just really, I never thought that Zack Ryder was going to win on, at WrestleMania. I really thought it was going to be Sami Zayn or KO was going to retain at worst case scenario. That yeah. came out of nowhere. Like, yeah, really came out of nowhere. Came out of way out of left field. 
and it was like the biggest shock I've ever I saw out of WrestleMania. Yeah, I think they did that just to get a surprise reaction out of it. I mean, the Divas, well, the I can't call it Divas. I don't feel like saying that no more. The women's championship match was great. That triple threat match was possibly one of the best ones I've seen. That Divas, I mean, that Divas title yeah. is gone, finally. Thank God. Like, come on now. Who the hell can respect the title with a fucking big-ass platinum butterfly on the bed? Really? I mean, it is, I mean, you got women's wrestling. You're trying to make it respectable. That was not the route to go. They should have just kept the WWE women's title that they had, you know, from the Attitude Era. I'm just saying. That one True. was great, and it was and it was respectable. So yeah, it was. Great actually won it, you know. China, Trish Stratus, Lita, Avery, Jacqueline, Molly Holly, Molly Holly. Uh, and I love how uh, Luna was how it it, it magically skipped over Luna, but you know, we're not gonna have a we're not gonna have a conversation. Okay. Uh, rest, in, rest in peace. Rest in peace. But no, I, I, exactly. But I'm a fan. I'm definitely a fan of the fact that they they got rid of the Divas title. They're women's champions. There's a women's championship belt, and they're actually being called superstars, not divas. I was like, oh I was so excited that crap. Oh yeah, dude. Like that's that's just that about. I hated that shit with a passion. Fuck, Divas, really? The normal guard match? Not really a fan. Oh, hold on. Wasn't a fan of the normal guard match. Yeah, wasn't a fan of that match. Didn't like that match. Dean and Brock. At all. Dean and Brock? Yeah. Dean versus Brock. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Didn't. Didn't like it. Uh, Didn't like why, it. Why did they even do that? Like, I mean, they just pretty much had Dean Ambrose get his ass kicked. Right. All he did was take a bunch of suplexes all day long, got in a little offense, and still lost. I'm like, what? Wait, what? Like, how does this right. even work? Like, I felt like that lady in that commercial. That's not. I felt like the lady in that that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. No. <laughs> WWE's no. logic, that's how it works. <laughs> Apparently. Just no. no. I mean, you know, it's like they don't, it's like Andrews no. is over, but he's not over to get a win over. No, no more to actually... Make Brock look like, make Brock actually look like he's not a beast for one moment. I mean, you know. Dumb. That's dumb. I don't care who you are. That's dumb. That's dumb. But what wasn't dumb was getting to see three Hall of Famers come in the ring and do their stuff. 
That was fun to watch. Oh, yeah, that, that was, was definitely thing. fun to watch. I was like, I was, all in I was in, two tiers. Two tiers. I was in, I was in a, I was in the tinderbox marking the fuck out, dude. I had my headphones on. I'm like, oh, my God. People look at me like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? And I'm just like, dude. I'm just like, dude, Stone Cold, Mick Foley, HBK, are you serious with me right now? Exactly. And I was like, dude. And then when he started Xavier, because he tried to get Stone Cold to dance and dance, and Stone Cold was like, ah, man, no. That's not going to happen. Uh, I'm I'm like, I'm that happen. Like, look, Xavier, look, you already knew Stone Cold wasn't really gonna dance. You should have just called, signaled the guy that's holding the bed, and handed it, and gave it to Stone Cold. Got one for yourself. Did a beer toast and call it a night. But shout out to the he new day. He probably still would have got stunned. Let's talk about this. He probably still would have, but I mean, it would have been a more respectable stunner. It'd have been a at least he knew better the stunner. But uh, let's let's yeah, ask you yeah. about the New Day's interest, though. First, you had the giant box of bootios that over that, that fell amazing. over. They came out with the fucking babies, and they came out with the Dragon Ball Z Vegeta fucking <laughs> bro. Bruh. And Xavier had the had the do like it. Oh my god, I was I was done. I was like, yeah. Yes, this is why New Day is New New Day. This yeah. is exactly why New Day is the New Day. They're great. They're a great team, man. They 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 they've become they've really gotten them. They've really taken a gimmick that that was working against them, and have just made it work. And even when people were hating, they just went with it. Now people love it. It's like crazy. But um, yeah, they just took a gimmick that was working against them. I mean, that was like that whole gimmick was working against them in so many ways, and yeah, now really they just they just it, everybody loves it. New Day rocks. Everybody loves it. Well, I won't say everybody loves it. A lot of people love it. I mean, you still got some people that are still against it, but that is one. That's the New, the New Day is possibly the best thing that's going in w, going in the WWE right now. I mean, think about it. I mean, they're entertaining. They can really wrestle. They can put on a show. They're over with the crowd. Their merch yeah, but here's are something. Off the chain. But here's something to think yeah, about, though. They, the w- the yeah, but here's something to think about, though. The WWE is really trying. Triple H has has been adamant that he wants to bring make the the tag team division relevant again and so you see what he did he brought the Dudley boys uh he's brought up three tag he brought up two tag teams from NXT the Vaud Villains and Enzo and Cass who I love I love Enzo and Cass and then they brought in uh Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows from the Bullet Club bruh this sassy division about to be on point, bruh. I'm telling you. I mean, <clears throat> anything to get the uh, League of Nations out of tag team action, I'm with. I'm sorry, but that table just doesn't look as strong as it should be. Especially because they are 
I'm a member. Oh. And one member shorts, like, dude, come on now. Well, I mean, Wade was always the weakest member of that of that whole entire collection of guys. I mean, it's, it's yeah, like I like King Bird. To, I mean, I like King Bird, but I mean, for some reason, he just didn't fit with. He just didn't fit with him. Bird is better off by himself. I mean, honestly, I miss Bad News Bird. I mean, that was a great game. Yeah, I miss Bad News Bird, man. That was, that was a good, that was a good gimmick for him. King of the Ring, and he turned into King Bad. So I was like, okay. I like King Barry though. That was kind of messed up. They kicked him out though. But uh, I mean, I saw it coming. I saw it coming. That was not a surprise. But yeah, the tag team division that was getting re- is getting just serious upgrades with, you know, the new tag teams, and then you know, I don't know what's going to happen with the Lucha Dragons. You know, Callisto is the still the U.S. champion, so you know he's going to do a lot more single stuff. Um, you know, Ascension. I don't know what they 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 did wrong with the Ascension because in NXT they were amazing. They brought them up to WWE and treated them like a freaking joke. I'm telling you, let the Ascension be what they were in NXT. It would be a wrap, dog. It would be a wrap. I mean, but it's yeah, no I mean, they... Listen. Go ahead. Enzo and Cass, man, listen. Those, that's a tag team right there. You talk about New Day being entertaining. Enzo and Cass are extremely entertaining. And Enzo has improved Enzo has improved so much in the ring from his early days. And Big Cass is like the you know, it's like the perfect balance, the power and the speed. And they and Enzo is like one of the he's just so awesome on the microphone. So awesome on the microphone. It's like insane how good he is on the microphone. I got, like I said, with them coming up and then the Vaughn Dillons, it's going to be, the tag team division is looking better and better each day. Yeah. Because, I mean, it needed them, they needed them. Make, they <laughs> and then the Bullet Club, for, 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 for life. The Machine Gun, Carl Anderson, Doc Callos, dude. This tag team is so awesome. I just I can't wait, and I'm a big fan of tag team wrestling. I gotta tell you, I'm, I love tag team wrestling more than anything. And to see the to see the way that they're finally, you know, revamping the tag team division, and then they're gonna bring back Primo and Epico, uh, Primo and Epico uh, repackaged. Mm-hmm. So there you go, right there. You got those two. What a hundred so, <laughs> Right. I know, right? Like, yeah, they they've been like repackaged for like uh, they've been repackaged like fifteen million thousand times and shit. But I'm telling you, I think this they're gonna finally be themselves for once, which is gonna be good. I hope so, because I mean, this has been job for like really WWE. This is the best that you had for these guys. Yeah, but at least they're coming yeah. back, so that should be good. So yeah, Tati Division is like looking better and better each day. And then just just think, mm-hmm. just think. After American Alpha had their run as Tati champions, you gotta think that they're coming up to the main roster as soon as they lose those championships. 
they're coming up to the main roster, and they're going to really add something to the tag team division with uh, Jason Jordan and Chad Gable come up. You got to think they're coming up next, and they're going to be amazing. Mm. I mean, so let's actually move on, though. Huh? Actually, move on to the rest of the WrestleMania card. Uh, yes, yes, yes. So on live uh, on a WWE network, Shane McMahon is attempted to commit suicide. Nigga, nigga, that that die that that jump though, that that jump though. <laughs> like, I, I think mean, we I all afraid that he wouldn't do it. Well, I think I we all knew it. it was coming. We just didn't think it was going to really happen. I didn't want. I didn't want it to happen. I, come on, Shane. Really? Wow. <laughs> that jump, though. <laughs> that jump, though. Listen, I'm going to take about north of 50. I ain't seen that battle move so fast in my life, though. <laughs> I'm going to take wow. fast. I don't know what out of the way. He's like, oh, no. Nah. You ain't even want to. He's like, oh no, nah, you ain't even want to come close to hitting this with him. Right? He's like, nah, I ain't about that life. No, 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 no. I'm gonna tell you why I look back. He's like, oh my god, this nigga trying to kill me. And you gotta think about Shane. Like, it Shane in his forties though, and he did that joint, did that shit. Man, I'm like, bruh, nah, I'm 33 bruh, years bruh. old. I'm, I'm 33 years old. I barely want to take a bump in the ring when I go do the wrestling up in Baltimore, let alone jump off a 25-foot hell on the cell to a damn table. <laughs> like, you must be crazy. Must be crazy. I mean, you would think after this match with Kane, where he did it from the uh, Titantron, that he wouldn't do it no more. As the home goes Straight through the fucking ground, the walkway entrance. You would think that, you know, okay, maybe I shouldn't do this shit no more. Maybe I need to just chill out right now. Back to myself. But no. Right. Shane just doesn't care. <laughs> right. And then, can we talk about? Can we talk about how the Wyatt family, you know, continues to get just. Embarrassed though, I, I, I just don't get it. That was possibly the worst segment ever. Like, I mean, I understand y'all wanted the head of rock there. I mean, that's great, you know. Head Wayne come out, wave to the fans, talk a little gibberish, and that's it. Y'all didn't need to throw a six minute, six second match together for what? To make the rock look strong? To keep, have him look as like the icon that he is, he doesn't need it. I mean, that match wasn't needed. Right. And then I mean, they get ready to jump him. My thing is, like, y'all, y'all could be the star, the star of faction. Why y'all hesitate to jump in the ring and jump this dude? Why y'all standing around waiting and all of a sudden, here comes John Cena. Like, bruh. Like, couldn't I have one WrestleMania without this Bama? Like, one WrestleMania without this Bama? Just one. No. That's all I want. No. Just one WrestleMania no. without his Bama, of course. But nope, he got to come out there. No. Bama ain't even clear to be in the ring, but he in the ring throwing Bama's around. I'm like, bruh, nah, I can't. I can't. No. 
I can't deal no. with this dude. No. Nope. Not I at all. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. It's, it's, it's got to stop. But yeah, that that segment. And I'm a big rock fan, but even I felt like that segment just wasn't needed. I mean, it helped because the rock did put over Bray Wyatt, though. He did put him over, but did he end up burying the rest of his team? I'm like, God damn it. Like, come on, dude. Like, what's, what's the problem here? Speaking of Bray, though, real quick, uh, Bray suffered an injury today over in Milan, Italy during a, a live show over there at the start of the UK, uh, the UK tour. Uh, he suffered a calf injury. He slipped and fell and was clutching his leg. He tried to go continue the match, but he, they uh, ultimately ended up stopping the match, and he had to be helped out of the arena. And so they had to do some kind of filler in, basically had the Wyatt family come in. And um, beat up Reigns, and Usos came out saved him. I didn't see the rest of the video to see what else happened, but yeah, they had a little filler in to just try to get, you know, give the people their money's worth. But uh, yeah, Bray Wyatt mm-hmm. suffered an injury tonight. They don't know how serious it is, uh, but hopefully it's not too serious. But this injury kind of drives home the point that these guys are being worn way too thin. And with all these show shows they're doing and everything like that. Yeah, man. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, they need they, they need to cut down on the house shows so that these guys don't get don't get injured because it's just it's wearing them wearing them down, you know? It's wearing them down. I mean you I mean, I mean it's, it's, it's still it's, you just got to solve that. It's obvious now. I mean, you see it. Yeah. I mean, you, you just got Cesaro back. You just got Cesaro back. Uh, you know, Rob's still Rob. months away. Cena's still months away. Uh, Orton's still Rollins. a while away. Yeah, Rollins still... Rollins probably won't be back until probably SummerSlam. Because I think he had a setback. So he won't be back until SummerSlam probably. I but, just projected yeah. him coming back around SummerSlam, so it's like, mm. yeah, but um, yeah, that's gonna happen. But uh, yeah, you got all these guys getting ready to come back and everything like that. But you, you know, you got you're wearing your roster thin, and yeah, you're bringing up these NXT right. guys like James Corbin and uh, uh, Apollo Cruz and uh, mm-hmm. you're bringing up Apollo Cruz and Baron Corbin singles guys. But it's like, and then the tag team, like the Bar Villains and Enzo and Cass, but it's like, then you're going to wear them down thin, and then you're not going to have nothing for your NXT product. I hope I hope they get it together soon, but um, let's go ahead and kick off the, uh, your thoughts on the main event. That, like, my thoughts are this. It should have been a Hell in a Cell match. Next. <laughs> My thoughts on this. Um, either way, it still would have sucked. It's Roman Reigns. Him and him and anything good doesn't mix. I'm sorry. Good matches? Nope, he can't do that. A decent performance? No, he can't do that. Cut a good promo. 
what else? Uh, let's see. Sell a move properly. Oh, nope. Nada. Joke. Zippo. So it's like, I can't even force a belief for that much being what it was. But this is the guy that you want to be the face of your company. Right. So, WWE, y'all guys are going to suck. So check this out. Wow. Oh no! I actually read on uh, social media today or yesterday that apparently there's word going around the backstage locker room that Shane and Triple H are convinced that Roman Reigns is not the guy. They don't think he's the guy, but the person who thinks he's the guy and is pushing him is Vince. And so that's why he's in the position he's in. Shane and Triple H don't think he's the guy. Just keep an eye on that. You never know. His his title run might not go as as long as many people think it might be. He might be going. We'll see. Well, of course, you know. I mean, this is stuff we've been saying for a long time. Like, you know, this for over a year. He is not the guy. I mean, but yet, Vince wants to continue to force this guy. I mean, which, I mean, I, 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 I'll give him Cena. I mean, Cena's not the most amazing wrestler in the world. However, he still has that star ability. He has the ability to cut promos. I mean, he has something that he can bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Roman doesn't have it. He doesn't have it at all. All he does is this. This Samoan dude with one head that make girls clean. That's it. Mm. And honestly, that's really not enough for him to be that guy. Very true. Very true. Either way, that uh, that main event was just like. I think the only Why? the only bright spot of that that's main the, event was was Stephanie McMahon taking that spear though. That was the only bright spot. Yeah, Stephanie, okay. that spear like a freaking champ, yo. Oh, she threw that one properly. But um, that I'm sorry. First of all, that match shouldn't have been the main event. <clears throat> Point blank. I mean, yes, it's a world title, but for real, no. It was a joke of a match. That yeah. match wouldn't even be a main event in the Baltimore Elite Wrestling Alliance. I'm just saying. Honestly, it shouldn't even been on a. It, it should have been on on a kickoff. <laughs> it should have been a free free for all, for real. It shouldn't even. Oh, no. It shouldn't even uh, put that on the. Uh, that shouldn't even been on the network. No. It should have put that on on USA. And it's on a separate, free, separate arena. A man, this nigga said free fall, though, man. I'm taking it back to 1997, like shit. Wow. Free fall, shit. Wow. That joke should have no. been halftime heat. No. <laughs> no. I can't. No. That's how bad that match was. Wow. That joke should have been halftime heat. That's how bad it was. It was just terrible. That heat was in a separate arena. It was in an empty arena. It would have been 
Zero booze in the audience, from the audience. That's. I mean, you, we wouldn't have got that epic entrance from Triple H, though. You're right. I ain't gonna lie, that, that was a great entrance. That entrance is so uh, epic, though. Yeah, we actually got seven minutes left. We actually co- <coughs> covered almost everything in the hour. Jesus. Yeah. But I do want to get into my rant, though. Go ahead. We, got, we still got over six minutes. Go for it. All right. Ooh. All right. So as everybody knows, Josh Gordon has been suspended indefinitely by the NFL for multiple for multiple violations of the substance abuse policy. This gentleman can't stay off the weed. So he recently reapplied for reinstatement. He wants to come back and play the game, right? So just last week, it come to find out. He failed the drug test. Positive for marijuana. So, of course, of course, his application was denied. And so he could try again later in the year. Josh Gordon, don't try anymore. Don't. You obviously don't have the you know passion what? and the desire and the drive to play the game of football that you can't give up the ganja so you can get back in there and play. Obviously, you feel as though the marijuana is more important than a game that can put food on your table and food on your family's table. I hate niggas like this. I do. I hate them. And then you rooming up with Johnny Manziel, a big, uh, as big a failure as, as uh, who's that band was like, Ryan Leaf. He's as big a failure as Ryan Leaf. And you rooming with this dude. Like you're so like you're supposed to try to help this dude stay out of trouble. You went and picked this dude up after he slapped a hit and run. Are you serious with me right now? Josh Gordon, I don't want to see you back in the NFL. And if I were in charge, I'd permanently I'd just ban you. I'd just say, you know what, you ain't coming back. Fuck you. Go go play in Canada. Maybe they'll they'll take you. It's like marijuana is legal up there. Maybe Canada will take you. Maybe NFL Europe will take you. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. All right. But, yeah. Josh um, Gordon, no. Yeah. I, I don't want to see you in the NFL no more, Josh Gordon. No more. You can go and smoke up everything with Justin Blackman's black ass, but I don't want to see your ass in the NFL no more. No. No more. Don't apply. Don't do nothing. Just go away. Please go away. That's all I got to say. Okay. Um. Actually, this a few pieces is a few things I want to actually say. All right. Uh, okay. I understand. I understand the frustration with Josh Gordon. I mean, you had an opportunity to do something with your life, and yet you can't put down a weed just like Kanan Jackson couldn't put it down. Just like Richie Wings at one point couldn't put it down. I mean, so many players who pretty much sacrifice their careers because of the love of marijuana. But uh, I, I'm not going to say I don't want to film in the NFL no more. Here's why. You have a league that throws the hammer down on guys who can't pass drug tests, but yet you have you have women beaters. You have 
steroid users. You have murderer, murderers. You have guys who actually kill someone in a hit and run. You have all these other. You have all these worse methods in the NFL that still have your job, but yet a person who smokes marijuana can't even get reinstated. Yes, this is not the first time Josh Gordon has been suspended for weed. I mean, he, he was suspended for a whole season. I get that. But you got douches like Greg Hardy. That only gets a second chance, or multiple chances, but ends up getting tied to a new team. You have knuckleheads like Alden Smith who gets multiple chances and gets out and gets restarted by his second team. You have Des Bryant. Lord knows how many incidents that he has had. Still side with the Cowboys. Still in his league. You have all these players who have done way worse still in the league, but yet you cracking down harder on someone that uses my work. So, NFL, are you seriously promoting domestic violence, murder, and racism? Because, I mean, hey, you have you even have athletes who own who uh, use racial slurs and own racial businesses, but you know what? So to say that he doesn't belong is a it's a hard statement because you have way worse in your league representing your league that still have their jobs in the livelihood. Honestly, I do want to see Charles going to get it together because he is he is a great receiver. This second season, he led the league in receiving. Well, reception, I should say. And I think y'all, too. He had a great, he, I mean, he had a personal season. So I don't want to see, I want him, hopefully he can't get it together. I'm not going to, I'm not going to knock him for uh, picking up Manziel. I mean, he was just looking out for his friend. I mean, Manziel was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. I mean, he was in a, he was the passenger of a hit and run. And honestly, I don't think everybody would know what to, how to react in that situation. I mean, especially when the driver hits someone and just says, I said, I'm gone. <laughs> but, nah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be down with Josh Gordon. Because, I mean, there's so many players that should be out, out of this league that are still there. I'm sorry. Is is way worse than NFL. Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't. I, I just I just feel like if you can't, you you know, you have a chance to get clean and get your shit together. You can do it. That just tells me you just don't give a shit. It's not even that. I mean, you don't know what you don't know a person's struggle until you actually. See what person goes through. I mean, some people can't. Not everyone can really beat addiction. I mean, maybe maybe marijuana keeps keeps him calm from everything he's went through. He had he's had a rough childhood. Like some of those young days, went through growing up. I mean, 
mean, money can't change that. I mean, money can't money can make you feel better for a minute, but it's like it doesn't ease a lot of stuff. Like everybody is different. There's people that hang on to every that hangs on to stuff forever. Every not everyone not everyone is built the same. I mean, if, if that's the case, I mean, you might just say, well, you have you have you making all this money, but yet you still decide to beat on women, or you decide to drink and drive, or you decide to get into bar fights, or use racist slurs, or disrespect. Disrespect your fans, or I mean, just random stuff like that. I mean, if you want, if you want to really go at a player for smoking weed, go to all these other players that's doing way worse. Because honestly, all of them make enough money to change their, to change their lifestyles or mindset. At the same time, you never know a person's struggle or my or mentality. I mean, you never know if he's mentally ill or whatever. That's true. I mean, maybe he suffers from the maybe he suffers from from depression or some some kind of mental illness that, she, that no one really knows about. Like, it's more it's more than beats the eye. Like, yeah, some people actually need need marijuana. Like. They need something to make them feel like it's okay. I mean, I'm not right. saying that it's cool to smoke it, but I mean, you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> right. Like real quick, I mean, real quick note. I mean, real quick note. Uh, Washington Wizards uh, finished their season tonight uh, with their 44th win against 41 losses with a 109-98 victory over the Hawks. Uh, they are not in the playoffs. Uh, they will miss the playoffs. And there's a report that Randy Whitman will be fired as the Wizards head coach most likely tomorrow. Oh, that's great because we also we also have another projected firing. The Sacramento Kings plan to fire head coach George Carl. Yeah, I heard about that. And we, I have one more uh, breaking news moment. The Houston Rockets are now the eighth seed in the NBA play, in the uh, Western Conference. The Dallas Mavericks, who actually had a one-game lead on the Rockets, choked at the last couple of games, including tonight's loss to the San Antonio Spurs on their home court. To allow the Rockets to catch up and take over the eighth seed. So... The Dallas Mavericks are now eliminated, and now the Rockets. Wow. Wow. I never thought the Mavericks would not make the playoffs, but there you go. Hold on, hold on, wait, wait. Hold up, hold wait, wait, wait. While you look that up, uh, got a couple local baseball notes. The uh, Nationals were victorious tonight over the Braves. They're they're the division rivals, the Braves, uh, three to nothing. 
Uh, and the Orioles have lost their first game of the season tonight. They lost to the Red Sox in Boston by a score of 4-2. to two. Uh, This is the first loss of the year for the Orioles. Uh, I think that a lot of Orioles fans were getting a little psyched because they were undefeated, not realizing that it's not a 16-game season. It's a 162-game season, and that mm-hmm. losses are going to come. So the lo- they've already suffered their first loss of the season. Again, losing to division rival the Boston Red Sox four to two. How about that? Mhm. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah. Oh no. I was wrong. Utah choked. <laughs> oh, so you moved up to the seven. Yeah. The Mavericks Mad- the moved up to the seventh seed, and Houston took over the eighth seed. Utah actually had to oh, okay. leave for the eighth seed, and so. Okay. There we go. I was, I knew I was, so Utah, I had a feeling I was wrong somewhere. <laughs> so you talked out Dallas is in at seven, and Houston is in at eight. Yes, that means Houston has Golden State, and Dallas has the San Antonio Spurs. They're both done. <laughs> Moving on. They're both done. They're both done. Yeah. Those, They're both done. Might be too, those, that might be too sweet. Yeah, I think we're going to see too sweet. I think we're going to see a, a San Antonio-Golden State-Western uh, Conference final. That's my prediction. And the East is going to be mm. who cares because whoever, whoever comes out the East is going to lose to the West. I just see it. Thank you. We are done. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Skybox. Yeah, we actually covered everything in the hour. <laughs> I mean, I was really, I was really ready to make this a ninety-minute show, but we covered everything. Yay! We did it. We did it. And then next week we can talk about uh, we can talk about the schedule next week because you know the schedule is being released tomorrow. So y'all make sure y'all check out the show next week. We're gonna talk about the schedule. Uh, I already know the Redskins are gonna play. Yeah, the the Redskins are gonna play the AFC and NFC North as well as Arizona and Carolina, along with their division. So that's what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. We'll just we'll tell you what the exact, you know, the order is going to be and everything like that. Uh, so just stay tuned for that. That's going to be fun. Yep. But uh, <clears throat> it's been real. Uh, you can uh, actually catch the champ tomorrow night on my check. Yeah, uh, it'll be my first time back on my check in a – It'll be my first time back on my check in a couple of weeks. I've missed everybody. I can't wait to be back on there. Not catch uh, his and hers on Friday night. Have the refresh, and I believe we're going to have a DNVF on Monday. See, well, it's been it's been fun, y'all. But I gotta go. We gotta go, y'all. See y'all. Holla. Bye, bye, mommy. Bye, man. See ya. Bye, champ. Bye. Bye. Bye.